The college football season is just weeks away, and it's time to hit the road for a Capital One Orange Bowl media tour. ESPN 106.3 is live from the ACC Media Days, sitting down with the top players and coaches to kick off the 2023 season. It's the Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour, presented by Duffy's Sports Grill. Duffy's, our game is always on. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here's Theo Dorsey. From Media Row, in the second floor of the Westin downtown Charlotte, Theo Dorsey for ESPN 106.3 and the Orange Bowl, and it's ACC kickoff. We had three days this year for the first time, and 14 schools running through here. I'm in a pool, a sea of uh, decently dressed reporters, but the student athletes, they came with it, looking sharp, uh, dressed down to the tees. And then, of course, we have the head coaches as well from each of those programs. We got so many interviews to give you today ahead of what is going to be another immaculate college football season. And we're going to start things off with those Miami Hurricanes. They're coming off a 5-7 and seven season. This time last year when we talked to the Canes, there was a lot of promise, a lot of optimism. Year one for head coach Mario Cristobal will. We saw how year one went. It was a little, uh, not under the radar, but definitely below their expectations. We sat down with Mario Cristobal as he enters year two, looking to bounce back and have people stop questioning what direction the Canes are going in. First off, thanks, Coach Cristobal, for sitting down with us here today. Good. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. All right, Coach, great, great. Uh, real quick, uh, sorry, Theo, I'll let you get off of that real quick. I, I want to ask you, uh, if you were given three, four, five questions at a press conference, <laughs> would you be hurt? Would you have your feelings hurt like that? Because we've seen that from other college coaches today. I'd be very happy that I could get going. <laughs> I had a feeling that was coming. Yes, I had a feeling that was coming. We got coming. work to do, man. At this time of year, at this time of year, this is challenging now because think about it. Your coaches just got off the road from vacation and you need time with them. And it's like you greet them and you're on a plane to go um, do media stuff. So, no, I, it's, it's happy either way. But if you cut it short and give me some time to get back to work, I love you more. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Theo. Sorry, buddy. All good, all good, Coach Cristobal. We we talked to you last year this time, um, and it was it was when it was just about to get started. You guys were going to go into camp um, and have your first season here as the Miami Hurricanes head coach. Uh, now you're back here again after a season that wasn't up to par with your standards, um, and you're you're shifting to new coordinators. You got a lot of roster turnover with all of the change that's coming to the Hurricanes this year. What's going to be the biggest thing that'll stand out the most for all these Canes fans that are excited to see you guys playing on Saturdays again? Oh, I think progress. You know. I think, uh, you know, it's uh, we were talking about it earlier in there. It's like we left a very different program than the one that we came to, and we came to it for a reason. And you got to be a tough-ass son of a gun to make sure that you can weather the storm of change because you've got to bring a culture, and that comes with some more change, right? And so um, the influx in terms of talent acquisition, um, the personnel changes that we have made in terms of coaches, schematics, uh, adaptability guys that can really do a lot with what we have have been really good and then we've bolstered you know the uh, support staff and, and as it relates to mental health recruiting um, player development you name it so all in all just you're going to have competition at just about every position which creates more ownership which creates just a little bit more leadership 
and the summer's been good, and the, and the spring was good, and it's just time to kind of shut up and go to work. Coach, uh, I, I know that uh, you said a lot last offseason. Uh, you talked a lot about culture, and you talked about, hey, we've got to put ourselves in a position to win. I didn't hear the R word, the rebuild word, much until Middle Tennessee State happened, and then Duke happened, and Florida State happened. I didn't hear rebuild out of your mouth, but I saw it attached to the program. So I just want to get it, uh, set it straight. Is Miami football in a rebuild well i think it's your job as a journalist to do what you need to do to feel that you're portraying you know the actual facts to your audience i know that we were brought to the university of miami because miami when i was a player here when i was a coach here we won multiple national titles right mm. uh, New Year's six games, and for over 10 years, um, Miami, in particular the last five years, Miami has had its, uh, its least productive draft production, um, which is tied into its least productive recruiting efforts. So that being said, I think that that clearly defines the situation and what needs to be done without sugarcoating it. And without making excuses, you've got a job that you've got to get to work to do, and you've got to do it as best you can. And year one comes with some bumps, and Miami didn't get here overnight with its issues, and Miami getting on track to where it needs to be is also not an overnight process. Now, that being said, obviously we signed the number five class in the country, right. a top ten portal class, flipped the roster by 40 players, got new coordinators, so it's, it's on the right track. And we've got work to do, but it's that simple, that transparent, and that honest. So I guess you, you got to tag it with what you need to tag it with, and we'll just go forward and just keep doing our work with reality. Sure. Coach, you guys with, have- with, with all that, I was going to just reset it right quick. Mario Cristobal, head coach, Miami Hurricanes. That's Stone, you had a question there? Yeah, Coach, uh, you guys have had 40 departures, 27 of those being transfers since the 5-7 and seven finish last year. I think as we ramp up and fall camp's about to start offensively or defensively, you know, out of the newcomers, who are those guys that fans should be excited about that are going to make an immediate impact for you guys early on? Well, I think offensively, you look at right where the guy touches the ball on every play. Matt Lee is one of the best centers in the country. Javion Cohen was one of the best guards in the SEC. He's here right now as well. Francis Maigoa, Samson Okunlula, Tommy Kinsler, three very just heralded offensive linemen, freshmen, all 6'5 to 6'7, all between 325 and 345. Uh, very capable, explosive body types. Our running back core with a healthy Henry Parrish and a healthy Don Chaney is we've added, you know, A.J. Allen from the Brad who was one of their better players, you know, maybe one of the better running backs, freshman running backs in the, the conference he was at before this. And Mark Fletcher and Chris Johnson add to that as well. Riley Williams, Jackson Carver added the tight end group with Kevin McCormick, who came to us from Oregon. We had him over there. And now Tyler's supporting cast at receiver has also been enhanced. And I think the emergence, and we need him to emerge, and I'm going to put pressure on him on this uh, broadcast emergence. Jacoby George has got to keep coming along and do the things that he's been showing he could do because he could be a special one. Um, and certainly guys like uh, Ray Ray Joseph getting here and Robbie Washington joining Colby Young. And Tyler Harrell brings a speed aspect that we all know. You know he's, he's pretty special. So those are the guys on offense 
that uh, that really stand out. Coach, there's been a you, lot of coach, discussion uh, over the uh, the last couple of really seasons, but especially this past week about the running back position and its value in the NFL. You being an offensive line guy and you being an integral part of running games and having a lot of pride in running games, are you ever concerned as a head coach about the running back pool drying up because there's writing on the wall that, hey, I'm going to go to the league and I'm going to be the lowest paid position on offense? How do you see that playing out? Well, I mean, certainly it's changed, right? Over the years, it used to be like the premier position, the highest paid one. Um, but look at us last year. Last year in camp, Trevante Citizen, he gets hurt, right? He's For yeah. the year, he cannot play. Um, uh, Cheney was hurt. He could not play. We had to go and we, we ended up picking up a, uh, a transfer to walk on to us that had left UAB and came in and did the best he could because we were that dry, you know? So you just never know, man. Injuries and departures come in spurts. You could be completely loaded and just depleted from one day to the next. So we just want to we want to load up on guys and play them. We just don't want guys to sit. We want to develop and play them. And that's a delicate balance, but it's a very real situation. And that was Mario Cristobal, head coach of the Canes. I mean, back here, ACC kickoff, Theo Dorsey, ESPN 106.3, presented by Capital One Orange Bowl, as well as Duffy Sports Grill. While I'm out here in Charlotte, it's tough. It's tough for me. I don't get to get back home and uh, and, and get those firecracker shrimp, the mozzarella sticks, the amazing award-winning burgers and wings. I would love to get myself a two-for-one. That, that's what I'm going to treat myself to when I do get back to uh, West Palm Beach, back in Palm Beach County where Duffy Sports Grills are all over. That's my one complaint about my stay here in Charlotte. But back to the football, Cristobal and his confident crew of Canes, well, they didn't look down. They look optimistic about what can happen in year two, and the leader of that charge is going to be the, the guy throwing the ball all around the field for the Canes and Tyler Van Dyke. We sat down with him as well on day one of ACC kickoff, and though he's no longer going by the nickname TV Dinner as much these days, he is looking to cook up some special highlights and hopefully some more wins for the Canes this upcoming season. Tyler, thank you for joining us again. Appreciate it, man. That's Theo Dorsey sitting across from you, Ken Levicka, Stone Lebanowitz in uh, in West Palm Beach. And uh, uh, how, how do you feel? Like, are you? I just want to be sure before we really dig in. Like, are you happy? Are you good? I want a happy Tyler Van Dyke going into this 2023 season. All the things we heard in the offseason. Are you? Are you good now? Are you happy? Yeah, always been happy. Uh, I love being a Miami Hurricane. Um, trust Coach Chris both the entire time. Uh, brought in some great. Uh, additional pieces for us this year. Um, yeah, I'm very excited that, to be down here right now. I think um, we got a lot of leadership on the team now. Uh, great defense. Uh, yeah, great additional pieces, as I said. And, um, and adding Coach Dawson, too, is, uh, is huge. So, yeah, I'm excited to be here. That's kind of where I wanted to go with it here, uh, Tyler. I've already seen the quotes coming out, how, how excited you are about the new offense, the air raid type system that you guys will be bringing back. You'll be able to sling the ball around the field a lot more. What is it specifically that you're, that you're liking so far, and how excited are you to really get into camp soon in a week here to really start implementing this thing with the, uh, with the guys? Yeah, me and Coach Dawson have built a great relationship with each other. You know, um, I mean, he gives the quarterback – uh, a good amount of freedom out there uh, to change plays uh, based on what the defense shows. So um, that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, you don't you want to get out of those sticky situations um, when, when the times are tough. So uh, just giving the quarterback freedom like he does is, is huge. Um, and then obviously 
the explosiveness he brings to the table. Um, calling shots down the field, um, understanding when to do it, when not to. Um, yeah, he's been great so far and built a great relationship with him, and I can't wait to continue that. Uh, Tyler, I had such great respect for you trying to to hobble out there and play against Florida State last year. And we know what the outcome was, and we know how it felt in the aftermath. You, you tried to gut it out, and it was a wildly frustrating season for you in a variety of ways. What was, what was Tyler Van Dyke's low point where you say to yourself, all right, I've experienced that, and I'm better for it? What was Tyler Van Dyke's low point last season? Yeah, there was a bunch of times where I had a couple low points last year. Um, I'm in the middle Tennessee game, um, and then there yeah, times where I tried to play, couldn't play. I couldn't practice th- those weeks that I tried to play. I literally couldn't throw. They had to shoot me up with some numbing uh, stuff to even get to throw. Um, so, yeah, there, there was a good amount of low points, but it definitely made a better, me a better person. Uh, I learned who's in my circle, who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, learned how to really fight through the adversity um, when it, if it happened again. So uh, I believe everything happens for a reason, and um, that's one of them. Tyler, on the other side of that coin, let's talk about bright spots. You know, going back, watching film, I know you guys have broken down a lot considering spring ball and, and now heading into fall camp, getting geared up for uh, the big season. But when you look back, what was one of those moments or at least one of those games or at least a quarter or two in that game where you realized, okay, if we play at this level, we're a really good team and tough to beat? You're talking about last year? Yeah, just last season. Like, what's yeah, the spot you go back to where you're like, this is us at our peak powers? Yeah, I mean... I think the North Carolina game we played, um, I mean, we should have won that game. Uh, you know, we had a, a crucial fumble uh, late in that game. We, we had all the momentum in the world. Um, but it is what it is. It's football. Um, I think, yeah, we, I play well. Uh, offensive line protected me well. Receivers did a great job. Uh, and defense did a great job um, with Drake May, a great player. So, to keeping him only the 27 points uh, was really good by the defense. And then uh, going to the next week, um, thought we played well against Virginia Tech. Uh, we just couldn't really score in the red zone again. Uh, that was our bigness, biggest weakness uh, last year uh, was the red zone, uh, not being able to score. Um, so there's definitely some bright moments for us as a team uh, last year. Uh, definitely more downs, though, um, being 5-7 and seven and all the injuries we had. But, yeah, we learned lessons, uh, the goods and the bads, and uh, going to move on to this year and use those lessons as motivation. We've got Tyler Van Dyke here, Miami Hurricanes, uh, quarterback here at ACC kickoff in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Uh, Tyler, i got to ask you, man, because you, you are a very even-killed guy. Um, you you kind of pacing yourself here, even in this interview. But what, what excites you outside of the game of football? What have you been spending some of your downtime this summer doing? And what's, uh, what's one of those things that's just joyous for you, especially coming off of a year that was not up to par with what you wanted? Yeah, the thing that makes me happy off the football field is golf. Um, that makes you happy? Yeah. Because, look, I've, <laughs> yeah. you must be good at it. Then. I mean, there's times where I don't play well and get really frustrated. Um, yeah, but I, I love playing golf. Uh, if I didn't play football, that's I think that's what I would do. What's your best iron? My best iron? probably my seven or six iron. Seven or six? Yeah, so sure. Have you gotten a hole-in-one? We just had this topic a couple of days ago, or was that a week ago, Ken? What's we talked that? about the hole-in-ones. Oh, yeah. Have you yeah, have you ever gotten a hole-in-one, Have time? you ever gotten a hole-in-one? Have you gotten close? I've gotten really close. I uh, hit the flag a few times. I never actually had a hole-in-one, but I had a few uh, eagles um, 
you know, long distance uh, iron shot for Eagles. So never a hole in one. If, if you had to choose right now between college football playoff berth, hole in one tomorrow, whatever course you're shooting at, which one are you going with? College football playoff berth. Okay. <laughs> I, I can get, uh, of course. I can get the hole in one later in my future. <laughs> hey, Tyler, are you got a couple more years? I, I want to. Are you still? Are you still driving that sick car you were telling us about last year? Do you still have that sick ride? I'm not. No. I'm not oh. driving that anymore. All right. Yeah. Right. You still going with TV dinner for the nickname? You gave us that <laughs> one last year too. I I didn't I didn't give it to myself. One of our <laughs> former players who's actually at Louisville who yeah. calls me that. So, yeah. But you uh, still got it. It still sticks. Not really. Nobody really calls me that anymore. <laughs> Everybody just calls me oh, we'll just do it here. You're a new guy yeah. every year, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's in the past. Uh, as we talk with Tyler Van Dyke, Miami quarterback here on ESPN 106.3, Theo Dorsey, Stone Lebanowitz. Uh, I'm Ken Lavica. As you head into fall camp, you've got new coaches, as you mentioned. You've got Coach Cristobal. Last year, you were extremely complimentary, Coach Cristobal, saying, hey, this guy, he comes in, and this is just a different feel. Is that feel still there, that Mario Cristobal feel from last offseason with this program? Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, he's he's the same guy through and through, um, very disciplined, and he expects that from his players as well. You know, doing the same thing on the football field as you do in the classroom. Um, you know, like he likes to say how you do anything is how you do everything. Um, so they really take that to heart, and, and we all do that. Um, but, yeah, to, for us to be good, it's not, it's not about the coaches. It's about the players. Um, we've done a great job of being a player-led team and uh, understand, understanding that, you know, it can't be the coaches. It's got to be us that, that help uh, make us win. We love it. Well, that's our last one there for Tyler Van Dyke, quarterback, Miami Hurricanes. Look, we're hoping both the playoff burst and the holding one happen for you this year. We'll be looking forward to that. Appreciate the time. Appreciate brother. that, man. Thank you so much. Yep. Thanks,